Blog Talk Radio. Attitude Era Live with Icon, Granny Hawkster, and Big Swim. Uh, for, for, uh, 
to get the funding to pay for the show tonight, I'm just going to call sharpshooterfunding.com and see what they can do to reimburse me. There we go. Well, Drew, Sharpshooter Funding might be able to help you out. But the the, the crazy thing about all this is, uh, you know, my account, my one card, my one Bank of America card um, is where all of my bills go out of, right? So it has these, I don't know if you guys have this set up on your account or not, um, but it's auto-draft. Okay, so it goes yeah. automatically, it goes automatically out of the account at scheduled days that, you know, I don't even have to pay attention to it. Oh, shit. I almost just hit a, I just almost hit a bunny. Oh, poor little guy. All right, good. He got out the way. Um, the, the, uh, it, it goes, it goes into the account or out of the account automatically on its own. So that's what had happened. And I, I totally forgot that I had, um, I had missed a payment on something last month, and I told them I was going to pay them double this month to make up for it so I'm not late. And, of course, they took double, and I just mind fart, forgot about it. So that brought the account down, and, you know, they, 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 they bill every month. Uh, unless you pay for the year up front, they bill every month from, uh, from Blog Talk. So, but, you know, but the thing was with me was I was like, all right, I'll go to the other bank. And I'm, thinking, uh, I'm sitting there thinking I'm going to be the hero, and I'm going to go to my other bank because I have a – uh, I have a secure card with a with a uh, credit union, and I'm like, I'm gonna go to my other bank. Everything will be great. And then, of course, the ATM is down because somebody's card is stuck, and it's just Murphy's Law. So I got, like I said, I'll send you whatever tomorrow, Western Union money order, whatever it may be, uh, for the for the. Uh, I'll um, give you an extra picture, dollar. Guys, I gotta. I gotta take care of something. I gotta take care of something. I'm gonna call back. Uh, our first guest is the lingerie uh, fighting championships. Uh, they got. Uh, Three fighters calling in. Okay, they'll be calling in in about uh, ten minutes or five minutes. All right, I will call right back. I got one thing I got to take care of. Okay, and I'll call right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Not, not a problem. Um, so, so Granny, um, I don't know if you've been watching Raw at all uh, today. Yeah, I've but been it watching has, that. Uh, it announced that Kurt Angle's final match ever in his career is going Boring to be at Corbin. WrestleMania. <laughs> yep. Boring now, Corbin. Yep. Boring Corbin. Yes. Well, well, I thought for sure that he was gonna call. Uh, he was gonna, you know, he was gonna pull some some crazy trick out of his hat. And I thought he was gonna <clears> drop <throat> a bombshell and say it was gonna be, you know, another legend like himself, like a Stone Cold or a Shawn Michaels or somebody like that. I thought we were gonna have somebody interesting. Uh, nope, we got the boring one, Mr. Corbin. Um, yeah. And, uh, well, no, that's I, only I mean, because. That's only because Boring Corbin has given him so much grief while he was, you know, acting general manager, you know, and I I, I get it why Kurt Angle's doing it. I mean, he wants to go out with a win over Corbin because of all the hell he put him through, and, you know, so I get it. And, you know, the, the, the crazy thing is, is that, uh, you know, Baron Corbin, you know, you kind of wonder to yourself, like, is this is this going to be clearly you know a, a Kurt Angle victory? Um, you know, it's kind of like WWE does their marketing, but they do they do their marketing in strange ways. Because like you you, mm-hmm. you look at this and you say, okay, uh, Kurt Angle's final match. Are they really going to do him dirty? And, and are they going to do an Undertaker Brock Lesnar type of thing where Kurt Angle goes out on a losing note, loses his final match, and, and they're going to push Baron Corbin, which would be an attitude era type of thing to do and, and, and you know, in a way inside I would kind of enjoy that. But then 
you look at, like, for example, tonight, they're saying Dana Brooke. Um, Dana Brooke has a shot at the women's uh, at, at Ronda Rousey and she and she, she she and she tapped out. She tapped out against Ronda. Ronda made her tap oh, out. Oh, okay. Oh, I was gonna say the the um the match must have been while I was in the car trying to figure out this money. Thing, yeah, but. and um <laughs> and her husband she 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 went to kiss her husband, and the referees came out and she decked one of the referees. So her husband grabbed her and lifted her over the barrier. <laughs> and took her to the back. <laughs> yeah, so. well, yeah, yeah, but 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 the crazy thing, the crazy thing is though, is that well, that's my point. I'm saying like everybody knew Dana Brooke wasn't going to win this match. Why don't you just put her oh, in yeah. a non-title match? Why do you have to put her in a title match? Because they say, oh, Dana Brooke's going to go for a title match. <clears throat> well, then that messes up the entire storyline at WrestleMania because both Charlotte mm-hmm. and Becky want a shot at, at Ronda Rousey. Why bother even <clears throat> having that match? You know, so. Uh, and that's another thing with this, with Corbin. It's like, storyline purpose-wise, you know Kurt Angle's going to win this match, as much as some people might not want him to. So I think that they could do a little bit better job building some of these things, personally, in, in, you know, in my opinion. Now, we, we do have yeah, Icon she, back on with us. Yeah, um, well, Icon, she um, the security guy and started beating him up. and. <laughs> All right, uh, guys, uh, real quick here. Our, our, guests, our first three guests will be calling in shortly. Uh, we have uh, the lingerie fighting champions. Uh, like I say, we got uh, three gals from there, uh, and I'll give you who they are. Uh, one is going well, to be we, we do have a caller on the list now, though. So, I, I mean, just get uh, – what's the zip code from our caller? I don't know. They're, they're calling from California, I believe. Because uh, we do have somebody on the line on hold right now, I'm I'm wondering if maybe perhaps it could be them. It could it could be. So Brandon all right. Well, anyway, tell us who's. Well, tell us. Well, tell us who's supposed to be coming on first, and then and then we'll we'll introduce right, we have, that way. We uh, have Bella Inc., Jessica, yeah. uh, uh, Don't butcher the name. And we have okay. Perry Fisty or Feisty Fist London, and also. Today we have uh, Sylvie Silver. Uh, she's going to be on with us for a full half hour tonight instead of ten minutes. And we have Diana Hart Smith. Uh, she'll be closing out the show, so have that commercial ready uh, again to play when she's on because she's going to pass our, my number to Bret Hart, and hopefully we'll be able to get him on. Ah, all right, not a problem. I can do that. I'll put the uh, caller that's on hold through. Um, I'm just going to quickly Google the, uh, uh, the area code. Cause I don't want you to go through a whole big long introduction and have it not be, you know, cause then it's, it's a wasted introduction. No, the, uh, the area code that's on now is from Illinois. Uh, that, I believe that's the, uh, that should be one of them. Yeah. Okay. Then, then that's totally fine. I just wanted to make sure you weren't wasting an introduction, you know? All right. I'm going to flash right. them through right now. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, wearing nothing but lingerie. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you one uh, one of the best in the lingerie fighting championship history. Ladies and gentlemen, let's bring him on. How are you? Hello? Hello? Hello, you are on. There she is. Hello. Hi. This yeah. is Bella Hi. Inc. How are you guys? 
Well, hey, Bella, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. I'm I'm so excited to be on the show and to talk to you guys about my lingerie fighting championships. Woohoo! I hope you guys are going to be ready to see me in some nice, sexy lingerie while I'm doing a little bit of MMA and, you know, a light little bit of wrestling mixed in with that. (laughs) I'm just kind of curious. What are you wearing right now? Are you wearing lingerie right now? Well, I'm actually wearing my go-go outfit because I actually go-go dance as well. So I'm in a two-piece. All right, because I was wondering if we could listen to you change into your costume. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, you would love that. <laughs> I, I, I sure would. And then maybe we could do a Snapchat. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> right, well, uh, you know, I do have a fight coming up, so you guys will see me in some nice sexy lingerie. Uh, can you can you describe what color or anything like that that you'll be wearing? Uh, well, you know what? It's it's a little bit of a mystery right now because I'm deciding on if I want to go full out or if I want to go itty bitty. We'll see when I fight. You're going to have to just watch it and view it. Well, uh, our que- uh, my first question is, and we do a thank you for joining us. Uh, of course. Uh, thank you. And, um, they, uh, uh, in a little bit, we're going to have you do that liner. They did send you the script for the liner to say, correct? Yeah. I'll tell you what, why don't we take care of that now, and then we'll ask you the questions, okay? I'll count you down from five, and then we'll do that, then uh, we'll, we'll interview you. Sounds good. Okay, here we go. Okay. Four, three, two, one. Hey, this is Bella Inc. of the Lingerie Fighting Championship. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with hosts, the icon, the big swing, Granny Hulkster, and the legend, Pretty boy, Doug Masters. <laughs> and I love the laugh there at the end. What I'm going to do is that was amazing. Just go Thank you. Live with the icon, then I'm going to go into the laugh. No, I'm kidding. Okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. So uh, uh, I'm going to ask you a few questions, and we'll go around the room. And I know we got to talk to your uh, uh, your other gals calling in. Uh, we have about. Uh, well, we have about 30 minutes here with you, uh, you gals. So, well, I can, we do uh, have another caller on as well with a 702 number. Is that another one of them? All right, bring her on. Bring her on. Ooh, yay. All right. <laughs> All right uh, who, who, which gal is this? Uh, this is Okay, your phone was kind of cutting out there. Could you repeat that? Yes, this is Jessica Valtiera of the Lingerie Fighting Championships. Awesome. Uh, we'll we'll do this with you too, real quick. And then we'll just get everybody out of the way. Uh, they did send you a script for the liner, correct? They did, yes. Okay, I'll tell you what. We're going to take care of that now. Then uh, we're going to get all three of you gals on. Then we'll all interview you. And then you guys can all answer the the questions one by one as we answer them. That way we don't have to uh, keep asking the same question. And then you're like getting bored. So uh, I'll count you down for five. We'll go ahead and do that, and then we'll uh, continue. All right, here we go. Ready? Five. Four, three, two, one. Go ahead. Here are the lingerie championships. I'm listening to the Attitude Era. Live with host, the icon, the big swing, Granny Hulkster, and the legend, Pretty Boy Dogmaster. Awesome. And uh, uh, we have uh, Bella Inc. on uh, the other line. Uh, I'm sure you know who that is, correct? 
I do. And uh, uh, now uh, I have some questions also that were uh, sent to me by my uh, some listeners. Uh, they're not from us. They're from listeners. Would you be willing to answer those? And if you don't want to answer anything that they ask, uh, you can just say, uh, and what's the next question, okay? Sounds good. Perfect. Okay. Ella, sound good? Yep. All right, cool. John. Give me now, one uh, sec, all right? Yeah. Now, uh, I just asked Bella this question, so I'm going to ask you the same question. What uh, What would you be wearing at this moment? Oh, at this very moment. <laughs> Yeah. Um, wow. I mean, do I do I tell you the truth so that it's pasties and uh, a thong, or you know, so that sounds sexy. Or do I need to dress it up a little bit? Well, uh, well, I prefer the truth. But if you're wearing pasties and a thong, that's uh, you just made my life okay. Uh, I mean, I mean, I love, I I hate clothes. So the lingerie fighting thing is really up my alley. Um. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, um I had uh, made you guys some you gals some collector's cards. Did you see those? Yes. Thank you. Did you love those? I, I did. Absolutely. Mhm. Awesome. All right, so here's what we'll do. I'll go ahead and ask you some questions, then we'll go around the room and then uh I don't know if Doug's on, I think he may be, but if not, I uh, will have Granny and uh uh, big swing ask you some, but I'm going to ask you some few things, and we'll just kind of go around the room. Uh, we have the Lontari yeah. Fighting Championship gals on, and on a scale no, of one to ten, there are really. Huh? Doug is not on. Doug is not on with us. Okay. But, uh, All right. and on a scale, do I, do I sound a, a little clearer, though? Yeah. Okay. Okay, uh, good. On a scale of Back one in the studio ten, now. Uh, you keep interrupting me. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, <laughs> these, gals are, these gals are a million. Okay. So we got that out of the way. Good. Uh, so All right, my we did. Question, okay, so what we'll do is I'll ask a question, then you guys can both answer, and then, like I say, we'll go around the room. Uh, first question, you gals, is now since it's lingerie fighting championships, and uh, you obviously fight in lingerie. Now, do uh, different lingerie companies pay you to wear their uh, their lingerie, or do you guys pick it out, uh, or do you? How does that work? Vice versa. Uh, the way I would answer that is um, we're actually for sure in the market to be expanding our um, our branding, obviously. So, you know, any time that someone wants us to wear their lingerie and or, like, gifting us with those items, then absolutely we're going to, you know, kind of be um, uh, in willing to go there. But uh, as far as I'm going, I'm picking out my items, uh, going with a certain look and character, vibe or whatnot. And I would just, how about you, Bella? I'm about the same, exactly the same. I mean, there's there's nothing different with that, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm not, on this one, I'm not branding anybody but myself because I'm new to lingerie fighting. So um, I'm just going to make sure that I wear something sexy. And maybe in my entrance, there might be some taking clothes off in the beginning. So we'll see. <laughs> um, and uh, now is there, uh, do you uh, have a favorite brand of lingerie, that, uh, a favorite designer that you like or a favorite brand that you like? Mm, Victoria's Secrets. I mean, 
I mean, they are closing some of their stores, but I mean, I, I still like them. But you can always go the cheap mode too and get Amazon because they have some nice stuff on Amazon as well. And, and you know what? I love I love that Victoria's Secret is so um, accessible. But I'm really into Agent Provocateur lingerie. I don't know if you guys are familiar with them at all, but it's a pretty good designer um, brand. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, uh, the next question I have, uh, I have two more questions, and we'll, and then we'll go around the room here. Uh, now, when you guys, uh, when you gals, sorry, I hate to say guys, when you gals are uh, wrestling or MMA fighting in your lingerie, uh, do you ever worry about uh, slippage or exposure of certain body parts or ripping something off or something falling out of place or wardrobe malfunctions? Well, don't I mean? I, isn't that kind of part of the fight? Is like the excitement of maybe that won't happen. Well, I, <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I kind of—that kind of is the purpose of it, isn't it? I would assume that there's something about the like, oh shit, what if she, you know, what if the one of the bra straps gets snapped and it's just everywhere for everyone to see. Yeah, because I, yeah. I don't ever... Go ahead. Sorry, Bella. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, if my titty pops out while I'm fighting, I really honestly don't care. I'll end up breast smothering the girl out anyway. So <laughs> it really doesn't matter. <laughs> now, I don't know if Just as long as my thought... pussy ain't out for anybody to see because that's a lot of money for them. <laughs> now, I don't know if you guys ever saw the uh, the movie Stripes. But the one scene where John Candy is mud wrestling and he, he pulls off the gal's tops, of course, they're covered with oh, mud. God. But, uh, <laughs> you know, like, do you ever have the fear, like, as you go into the go into a match, if uh, you, like, uh, tick your opponent off before the match or, like, a week before, she'll just come and, like, rip the top off and say, hey, here you go. Check her out. <laughs> You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to actually do that, and then I'm going to walk around the ring and say, are you not entertained? <laughs> like the gladiator. Now, now I have uh, I have uh, two more questions, and we'll let uh, Granny uh, ask the next question. Uh, 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 this is actually a question from uh, one of our fans. I don't know if you'll answer it, but uh, this particular fan, uh, Arch960, would like to know what your measure, measurements are if you reveal them. I don't know if you will or not, but I figured I'd ask because he has. Um, yeah, you can uh, you can figure that out yourself. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Archer, you're out of luck. And uh, my uh, final question is, um, if uh, if fans – wanted to send lingerie for you to uh, have your match in, would that be something that you would do, or is that an out-of-balance, off-limits thing? Of course I would. Oh, I I would also, for sure. And that helps us out, you know? Because the icon would like to send you something, or two or three, you know? Mm, I'd love to wear it. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. And then what I'll do is uh, I will uh, – I don't know where to send them to, but we'll, we'll, we can talk about that later. Uh, 
uh, Sean has got my uh, email, so if you guys just email me where to send them to, I'll uh, send you something really sexy and provocative. Awesome. Thank that's, you. That's so generous. Thank you. I, I just need to know how I can send my hands in the mail. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was expecting a little more of those kind of comments. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and let Big. I'm going to go ahead and let Big Swing ask his questions. Well, <laughs> I mean, okay, <laughs> I, I was going back and forth from the studio to from studio to studio. So, if I already asked this. I apologize, but um, the the thing is, okay, so you get in championships, you get in the lingerie fighting championships now. What sort of led you ladies down the path, one, to be fighters, but two, to do it the way you do it in lingerie? Like, what were the inspirations? Like, like was it, was there a particular person or a particular idea or whatever that said, you know what, I want to be a fighter, and then I want to fight in lingerie? Like, what, take us down your path of how you got to it. Uh, so, personally, I actually started out um, getting into just – uh, my role as a woman, honestly, um, learning my power through bodybuilding. And so that's kind of my background, starting with fitness. And as I got on stage and recognized, you know, with that bikini, it was just something about presencing my full power on stage in a more um, really artistic way with the posing routines and whatnot. And so I really enjoy um, – I would say I'm kind of an exhibitionist, honestly, with some of my past career choices or whatnot that just kind of fell in my fell in my space. But um, so it's kind of a natural progression for me personally. Um, this is actually more legitimizing myself, <laughs> shockingly. Um, that sounds funny, but I'm just enjoying the ride and having a good time doing it. And this is something that's a little bit different you know, than other, some of the other fighting that has been going on. So, like, why can't I do it in lingerie and look hot while I'm doing it, you know? And then That's I would awesome. Say, I would probably say with myself, um, oh, where do I begin? I mean, I used to be into working out and into sports and stuff back throughout when I was young. Um, I had and I got mixed in with boxing probably when I was about 18, 19, because I was with a guy that did boxing. So I started training. Um, I was going to go for amateur, but I ended up holding off because I had piercings and stuff, and I don't want to take them off. And I was doing just regular modeling at the time. I did ring card girl for MMA um, in Florida as well. And then I got stumbled into, like, fetish work, and somehow there's wrestling mixed in with boxy boxing yeah. And, yeah. and doing competitive. So um, I just, I've been doing wrestling and cat fighting and competitive fighting for about five years now, and I just keep going. I, I actually like it. It's, like, good self-defense. So that's why I like to keep doing it. Uh, we have lingerie fighting championships uh, with us. We have about uh, about 18 minutes here left. Uh, I wish uh, I could have them for the rest of my life, but uh, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I'll just uh, I'll, I'll just keep I'll, I'll 
I'll just keep trying to say wow with my tongue hanging out. But uh, <laughs> tell us, uh, when, is, when is the next big event for you gals? April 4th. Uh, yeah, April 4th. We're going to be in Vegas. Um uh, at the Nerd Bar, and it's mm-hmm. a free event, but we really want to hang out with you guys after the show, and so we're yep. having a VIP after party, and so we definitely mm-hmm. are urging people to come, and, you know, it's a meet and greet, we're all going to, all the fighters are going to be there, so we can really get to know you guys, too, and just share a drink and, like, you know, talk about our next fight, our next moves. And uh, how often do you gals have matches? We, ha- I know that we have, uh, I believe it's either four or six that are secured there at the Nerd Bar. And then we have various ones around the country. And, and we're also looking to, you know, continue branching out. So we actually have, like, international ones every so often. But it, a lot of times it's fan... Um, like fan people requesting us to come to their cities. So we're really looking forward to seeing who's excited to have us come. Well, and my next question is, and I know our fans are going to say, oh, great, the icon's going to ask it. Well, I I have to ask it. Now, if uh, you guys come, uh, you know, close to North Dakota, if I'm in the same city you gals are in, do you think you might be able to get the icon a VIP pass to – go to the match and hang out with you gals. Cause I'll tell you what, I, I want to give massages, <laughs> carry your bags, do your laundry. Uh, it's going to be a nice little place. Well, well, hold on. Okay. Let's, let's put this into perspective. When we're in the ring, we're about to start the show, right? Are you going to like, can, will you be willing to like fan us with some palm leaves and like yes. feed us a grape? Yeah. Like, will you feed, feed us grapes? Some wine. Um, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll do all that. I'll do all that, and then okay. uh, you know, if uh, you know, and then if uh, you gals need security, I mean, I, I can uh-huh. stop. A bull, I can stop a bullet once, uh, and um, that was a joke, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought I'd get a better response from my co-host, but uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, and uh, you know, like I say, I'm willing to do anything you need, and if you want, you guys can put a dog call around me, drag me to the ring. You know, say this is our whipping boy, and if I don't win, we're going to beat him up. You know, something like that. I, I, I'm willing to well, do all that. I mean, I'll take that on. Realize, like, we're definitely going to take it down. I am. I have <laughs> some dumb uh, tendencies myself, and I've like done a bit of that work. So, like, this is right up my alley. I think we're really going to have a good time putting you to you. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know. I, I, I was gonna, I was gonna, you know, you kind of mentioned that, and you kind of opened the door. I'm gonna ask you a question about this now, uh, and don't take this the wrong way, okay? Because you know, with with your <laughs> voice, you know, you have you have a deeper voice. You know, you kind of have that, you have that, you kind of have that mistress voice. You know, like I am owning you. You will do what I say. You will respect <laughs> me. You will get on your hands and knees and you will lick the floor. Well, it's okay. So it's really easy to step into that for myself because, honestly, at a core level, like I've really done, I've really done my. This isn't a super popular answer, but 
I've done my soul work to know exactly who and what I am. And therefore, I, because I know my power, it's really fucking easy to step into that. And just because I do expect that um, people will uh, just let me do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm just uh, uh, I, I, <laughs> you know, if if you would if you would uh, let me uh, hang around for a week or whatever, I'd come out there. And look, this is all recorded, so you know. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'm admitting it. I would come out to wherever you're at. You could shame me up in your house or your apartment for a week, or have me do whatever. I'll serve you for a whole week. You know, you just got to let me. Have a place for me to uh, be tied up to and not outside. Well, it looks like it looks like April fourth. That can be your start date. So come down to Vegas. That can be your start mm-hmm. date for the week. We'll have a place for you set up for your chain to go. Um, for one, I really like a clean kitchen. So you get to clean the, the kitchen. <laughs> you get to be clean <laughs> <for> the kitchen. <laughs> Well, and then for those of us that, those of our fans that don't know, I do have OCD, so uh, all your plates will be put in alphabetical order, and all your plates will oh. be put in alphabetical by color of the plate, so, you know, that that's me. This is working uh, out really well. Lingerie uh, <laughs> Fighting Championships are with us, and we're just having a great time. We've got about uh, 12 minutes left. Now, uh, a third guy was supposed to call in. What happened to her? I, I don't know. We've we only got you guys on right now. <laughs> Okay, well, well, keep asking well, after, well, ask us some more questions. Well, you know, I'll tell you what. I, I, I think I've dug myself into a big enough hole, so we're just going to keep doing this. Uh, Granny, <laughs> you don't have anything for the gals? Well, I'm here. I mean, I've been just listening to this conversation. You guys pretty much asked where I wanted to ask. <laughs> well, Granny, you just... No, I mean, well, okay, okay, I, okay. I do have I, I do have a question. Um. I want to know what their most toughest opponents have been that they've ever faced. Oh, that's a good one. Um, let's see. Boy, she stumped them. Let's see. Yeah, I, see, I know. See, see, I don't. I don't watch much MMA. I like to watch my wrestling, but I don't watch much MMA. MMA, but. I like wrestling a lot, so, you know. Hmm. Uh, this is, I got to tell you, this is actually my first public event. I'm really excited about really? it. So I've, okay. yeah, it is. Too. And so, so like we're new to the, you know, to the LFC as far as the actual public. So this is going to be really fun because we get to really test out our skills that we've been doing <laughs> out in Topeka, Kansas. So like, for this booty camp that we've been a part of. And so, um, you know, I kind of feel like it's like this grassroots, like, beginning of our careers, and we're just excited to um, make our, you know, have our first wins, legitimize our first, you know, our career. Well, it's kind of funny you mentioned Topeka, Kansas. I'm a Kansas girl. I'm originally from Kansas. I live in Arkansas now, but I used to live in Kansas. I was, yeah, I've been I was, matter of fact, I was, I was only about an hour from Topeka. I have 
good friends that live in Topeka. So I've only been an hour from Topeka, Kansas. That's awesome. <laughs> Crazy small world. Now, Grady, uh, would you uh, want to step in the ring with these gals? And uh, no, uh, no, <laughs> no. Uh, I, I, Come I, on, Grady. I would be I, I would be there. I I could be their manager. I'd be their manager. I'd walk them to the ring, but I I I wouldn't want to be their opponent. No, no, no. No, no. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not talking about being their opponent. I'm talking about bringing being their manager. Well, yeah, I could do that. I I would be willing to do that. So. And I'll tell you what, gal. Let, let me tell you. She has she has the ultimate weapon. She has what they call a hurricane because it's hers, and it's from Canada. Her Canada. <laughs> Okay, that that's why we call it that. Uh, oh, you're funny, you Icon. Guys, you're funny. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You gals would love to have Granny Hulkster walk you to the ring, and if a fan jumps, she'll just fling her cane at them, and they'll get the heck out of there. I oh might put them in a headlock. I mean, I've, I've put a few security guards in headlocks at independent wrestling shows that I've been at, you know. So. Oh, man. We just they put all you guys they, there they, then. They, they, they don't yeah. want them. And, you know, it's kind of funny. You all were talking about Vegas, April 4th. I'm going to Vegas, but not until June. So I'm going there for a convention. I'm going to be going out there to Vegas in June for a, a convention. So when are you coming in June? June 27th. Through, I'll be there June 27th, and I'll be coming back to Arkansas July 2nd. Oh, no. Yeah, we have another fight for LFC on June 20th. Yeah. Uh, you're just missing us. Yep. Uh, laundry and fighting championships, I guess. We have uh, about eight minutes here left. Now, uh, gals, if our fans wanted to uh, check you out, and I mean if they wanted to check you out uh do you you guys have a facebook you got a twitter you got an instagram you got a youtube uh are you single do you want to marry me what do you got out there oh jesus (laughs) i love instagram so my instagram is vatiera i've that's my name no one else has it um it's v-a-t-t-i-e-r-a I'd love for uh, you guys to um, check me out there. How about you, Ella? Well, I got a couple different things. So you can catch me on my Instagram, which is at Jessica, L-Y-2333. And then you can catch me on my Twitter, which is at Bella Inks. That's I-N-K-S, Clips, C-L-I-P-S. Um, I also have Facebook. That is Jesse Lynn. And that's J-E-S-S-I-L-Y-N-N-E. And I think that's about it for right now. Now, now my next question is, uh, uh, how did you uh, get the name Bella Inc.? I'm just kind of curious. Um, because I like the original name Bella and then the last name Inc. before the tattoos that I currently have. And the other guest we were supposed to have is uh, – uh, is uh, I guess it's like Feisty Fist was her nickname. Mm. Yeah, Terry, I believe. Yeah, um, I think of the three gals, I think she's the only one that filed a restraining order against me. That's why she's not. Oh here. shit! Wait, oh, really? No. That's not good. <laughs> because is it is it because you are too good of a slave? 
I, I think so. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, you were too OCD. Uh, 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 well, I know. Apparently, uh, you're not supposed to scream loud enough so the neighbors can hear it. I guess. Um, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's all a joke. But anyway, so um, so yeah. The next question is, um, if we haven't uh, scared you way too much, uh, and if I haven't, uh, would uh, you gals be willing to uh, come back on with us again at some point? Of course, oh, for sure, definitely. I'd love to be back I on wanna, the show. I actually would. I'd love to have some more. Like you know, let's get some more questions. Let's go deeper with it. Um, <laughs> in the future, you know, let's know about like, our personal lives. <laughs> <laughs> we can really get, oh, we can really have fun with this. You know, I think we, yeah, uh, we probably have a more a personality type that uh, is a little bit different than the typical fighter. I would assume. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like there's it. some fun. There's some fun Bella, there to be had with it. Bella, could you uh, could you spell your uh, Instagram again for me? Yes, it's uh, J-E-S-S-I-C-A-L-Y-2333. Gotcha. Okay, so I'm going to follow you. And, uh, awesome. And uh, if the, uh, we could have the, uh, the mistress spell hers again, too, so I can follow her <laughs> real quick. <laughs> it's, um, it's Vatia, V as in Victor, A-T-T. I E R A. Now I have to tell you. Okay, so uh, yeah, so I just followed you. I just followed you, gals. So uh, here's the thing, and well, we got four minutes left here with the lingerie fighting championship, gals. Like I said, I wish I had the rest of my life, uh, and I'm like completely sweating now. Uh, I just placed an order. Uh, um, I have uh, I have connections uh, in Europe. Uh, with a, uh, a maker of lingerie that uh, I placed an order. They're going to send it to me. And then if uh, you gals would be willing to uh, send me a, uh Instagram address, where I, like a P.O. box or something, I'll send you what I what I can get. And then if you gals That's like amazing. them, great. If not, you know, uh, if you guys are, gals would rather send it back and choke me with them, whatever. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> but I, 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 think you'll, I think you'll like them. I hope you do. Thank you yeah, I'm so excited. Cool. And then, uh, you know, and then uh, one other uh, last thing here. Of course, this is ego thing here. Uh, would you gals uh, be willing? We got a big uh, December giveaway show that we do every year. Uh, would you gals be willing to uh, send us some autographs for giveaways and uh, such? Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, you a know fan what? Asked, be, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, it would be cool to get some pictures taken with the laundry that you send us, and then we could sign those for you. Yeah, a fan just asked, do you do you ever sign laundry and sell them on a website or? I have in the past. Um, I don't have that like set up as like a you know let's let's get my shopping cart open and have you do it right now, but. Um, it's in the realm of possibility. <laughs> How about right. Yeah, you, they can just email me. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, are you are you gals want to uh, reveal your email addresses or not? Of course. My email yeah. is uh, Bella Inc. Productions at Yahoo dot com. 
Stella Inc. Productions at yahoo.com. I'm going to write that down real quick here. Um, I, sh- I, sh- I should be doing this off air, but, you know. Um, uh, hold on one second. I apologize. Uh, okay. B E L L A Inc. Productions, right? Yes, with an S. At uh, you said Yahoo. Yes. Okay, I'll just send you a brief message, uh, and then uh, you know what's from me, and then you can respond, and we'll talk about it later. Awesome, thank you. And uh, is uh, Mistress wanting to reveal her yeah. address at all? Sure, mine is just pretty easy. It's the number one, and then Vatiera at gmail dot com. Could you spell that your the name again? Yeah, V is in Victor, A-T-T-I-E-R-A. One, B-A-T-T-I-E-R-A at gmail.com? Exactly. Okay. And I'll send you uh, 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 the subject will be icon, so if you if you see it and you, you delete it right away, I'll understand. But uh, <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> Like when when I give my number to somebody, like my relatives, for instance, uh, they have they don't have it saved under my name icon. They have it saved under "Do not answer this." <laughs> I'm I sorry. Mean, well, That's your family. Well, okay. else, uh, you have been awesome, and uh, uh, you have made my entire uh, year and my century and my lifetime. And I appreciate you guys <laughs> for joining us. And we will be in touch, and we would love to have you guys back on again. Awesome. Thank you so much. much. Thanks for being on. Thank you. you. Have a great night. You too. Thank you. All right. Our next guest should be calling in uh, shortly if she's not on already. No, nobody's on yet. Okay. Uh, And okay. Now you guys, uh, you guys might remember our guest, uh, uh, Sylvie Silver, uh, she week. was, yeah, she is going to give us, uh, she's supposed to give us a full half an hour today, uh, before Diana Hart calls in. So, um, uh, <coughs> and, uh, we'll have Diana Hart Smith for, uh, 40 minutes or so, give or take. And, uh, she, believe it or not, she is actually called the icon of friends. Uh, so, uh, I, 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 you know, uh, and I, I think that's awesome. She and I had a great conversation, uh, last week and, uh, we talked for geez, two hours about just everything, you know, about the bulldog and, you know, Owen Hart and she, she's going to have a special Owen Hart story for us too. Wow. So. Uh, yeah, I'm so excited for uh, for that. Now, have have, have you uh, guys noticed? Um, and I'm sure you have. Uh, let me tell you guys a little bit about the event I was at this weekend, uh, Maui Madness. Uh, uh, as everybody knows, Attitude Air Life sponsored Mariah Prussia, and uh, yes, I heard that. And the main stars that were there were, of course, Animal from Legion of Doom. And the Road Warriors, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, how was that? Uh, by Sandman. the way, I forgot to ask you how the event went. Uh, yeah, and then Sandman was there too. 
Oh, I didn't know about Sandman. I saw I saw that picture of you and Sandman together. I didn't know about Sandman. All right. Yeah, I told him a joke and he gave me the finger. Oh, geez. I said, hey. Uh, Although I I have a feeling that that happens to you a lot. Yeah. Well, I I said, hey, everybody, Sandman thinks I'm number one. (laughs) Uh, And uh, here's here's the funny thing about that event. The event went without a hitch. And, uh, you know, the Attitude Era Live bracket uh, will will be announcing the winner on that show. And uh, Mm. just be going to MauiMadness.com to find out uh, what, uh, you know, if you pre, you you know, if you registered online. Give me one sec. I got to give me one sec. If the next caller comes through, I will patch him through. I'll be watching the board. Okay. Uh, and anyway, so uh, the uh, your whatever team that you select, uh, it'll be the information will be up on the website, and uh, the winner will receive several autographs uh, from uh, our guests. Uh, as the as the big prize, <laughs> and also uh, card one of one uh, autograph from Mariah Prussia and the icon in gold. Card one of one. There's only one of those out there, and the winner wow. of that bracket, the Adagier Live bracket, will win that card. That's awesome. Yeah, and uh, Sandman and uh, Sandman. As soon as they introduced Mariah, he went right over to uh, Mariah and asked her a whole bunch of questions. Uh, you know, Sandman came out, and uh, he was uh, drinking a beer and smoking a cigarette, and uh, he and uh, it was kind of interesting to watch him uh, shoot a beer. Um, and uh, he's uh, one of the few wrestlers that uh, that you know. I'm usually uh, uh, put all these celebrities I meet on a pedestal, you know, uh, and sometimes mm-hmm. I go overboard. Uh, but with the Sandman, I, you know, I said hi. I kept my distance. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I, I didn't uh, <laughs> over be overbearing like I was with uh, our future guest coming up, Buff Bagwell. Uh, I know the air my ways on that, and when he's on, I will apologize. And uh, you know, and you know the other the other funny thing about the Sandman is they put me on the spot. They say uh, we know that the icon has a question for Sandman, <laughs> and uh, I said thanks. Uh, and they said, well, Sandman said, what's your question? And I don't know why this popped into my head. But I said, uh, uh, so, say, man, is Paul Heyman's word better than the checks he used to write? Oh. And Sandman, he did me, looked back at the mic, looked back at me, and I thought, oh, God, he's going to kill me. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I better get the heck out of here. Uh, but No. He said, you know, that's the first time I've ever been asked a question I don't have an answer to. And, I, you know, <laughs> so that was uh, that was awesome, you know. Uh, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and call our, our guest myself and see if I can get her on that way. Uh, give okay. me just a second. 
unless uh, I don't know, big swing. I know he's doing double duty, but uh, yeah. So, Granny, how was your weekend? You do anything interesting going on? Um, no, not really. I mean, I was supposed to go to my mom's up in Kansas this week, but they're getting a lot of supposed to be getting a lot of rain and chances of a lot of flooding. So she called me this morning and told me not to try to come up. She had some stuff yeah. she wanted to send back to Arkansas with me, and and um, so I'm yeah, going to have to postpone that trip. But up. Fargo's got so, the same issue coming up. Yeah. So hopefully uh, we don't, but uh, you know we'll see uh, what happens. You know. But. Um, uh, okay. Other than that, second. I had a pretty quiet weekend. So, uh, well, geez, we're only going to have we're not going to have enough time with her again because uh, Diane Art Smith. Gonna, yeah, Diane Art Smith is going to call in at ten fifteen. So, geez, so we'll just we'll just we'll <clears> just skip it. We'll, we'll just keep talking. Uh, maybe yep, I can get so. uh, Diana Hart to call in earlier. Let me see. Hold on a second. Let me text her. Yeah, Ross had some interesting things happen tonight on it. So. Yeah, I've, I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. Uh that's the that's the only thing about working till eight thirty at night. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, it, it's not so bad. Rewatching it on play uh, playback when you record it, because one, you can fast mm-hmm. forward through the commercials, and you can fast forward through all the dead spots of Raw, which has been a lot lately. Uh, you know, so. Uh, you know, I wonder what everybody else, uh, as long as we got a little time out here of uh, uh, who we got uh, coming on next week. We got uh, uh, Stephen Schneider coming on. Uh, we have Wendy Shaveri uh, uh, coming on, and we have a uh, wrestling organization coming on as well. Who's the wrestling organization? Uh, it is, um, uh, it, they, they recently changed their name. I think it's now, uh, Slam and Time Wrestling is what they call themselves now. They're looking oh, for wow. exposure, so they, they wanted to come on our show. So, uh, I figured I'd give them the platform. That's awesome. Yeah. So, we'll, uh. We'll try and uh, get uh, Diana Hart to call in earlier because uh, you know uh, we could we could we could spend a whole two hours on the on the line with her, you know. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, I yeah, was she, always a big British Bulldog fan back in the day. I that was one of my favorite tag teams. And of course, I always, I, I, of course, I love Matilda. I mean, I love dogs, anyways, but I love Matilda. I mean, I love English bulldogs. I, I mean, yeah, I had, I had uh, his first dog, Winston, licked my face once. <laughs> so, 
interesting interview with her. I, I I'm looking forward to that myself. So. Right. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, we were talking so, about Kurt, Kurt Angle. So, Kurt Angle was announcing his last match for WrestleMania. And it didn't surprise me who he picked as his opponent, so. There's also a rumor that uh, The Undertaker might face Finn Balor. Oh, I don't know. I haven't heard that, but um, I don't know. I, I read that on the internet uh, this uh, this uh, this weekend somewhere. And I guess uh, I and and I guess Beth Phoenix is coming out of retirement. The Glamazon. I wonder if uh, she'll bring Edge with her, and then uh, then uh, Big Swig won't shut up about that. I don't know, but she's supposed to be tag. She's supposed to be in a tag team match, I believe, with Natalia against Bailey and Sasha. Well. I'm gonna I'm gonna try calling one of our guests. Uh, uh, if you can take it for just a little bit, just tell what's been going on in Raw, also, and I'll get back to you. Okay. Okay, I can do that. Right. Well, okay. fans, you know, um, for those of you that may have not been watching Raw or watching it, you know, lots of you know we're three weeks out away from WrestleMania, and uh, it's coming down to the grandest show on earth. It's going to be a lot of great matches. I mean, right now we've got Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins in their match. And she, she might even be on the line now because it went right to her voicemail when I called her. So hopefully Big Swing oh, awesome. is paying attention. Um, awesome. So, but so yes, hopefully... uh, you know, yeah, Nia Jax came out and had started having to run her mouth to Beth Phoenix, and then Tamina came up from behind and knocked out Beth Phoenix and took out Bailey and Sasha, and so no surprise there. But yeah, <clears throat> come on, get him, Seth. <laughs> and then, so how was your uh, weekend, okay. Icon? Well, it was it was pretty good, you know. Did the uh, you know did the Maui Madness thing and uh, did the uh, um, selection show at uh, Bisonville. Uh, uh, NDSU uh, has to play uh, North Central uh, uh, North Carolina College or whatever it is, and then the winner of that match on Wednesday plays uh, plays Duke on Friday. So. So what was what was animal like? I bet he was awesome to meet. I would have I would I would like to meet him sometime. Well, you know, it's actually the second time I met him in person. You know, he was also a guest on our show uh, back mm-hmm. when we were known as uh, Off the Ropes. Yeah, and uh, I, I got to wear his uh, his uh, uh, pads. Oh yeah, wow! They are they are heavy. I bet they, they are. are very, they are very heavy. And the spikes are real, as I found <clears> out. <throat> oh, wow. Uh, I hope Big Swing is paying attention because uh, uh, she's uh, – Diana, if you're on the line and holding, uh, we'll go to you as soon as he pats you on. I'll introduce if, – if you're on, uh, I'll introduce you shortly, and then we'll put you through. Uh, so just hang on the line if you're on the line, uh, or if you're listening – uh, call in and then we'll go to you. Um, 
shortly. Um, yeah, that's the, uh, you know, I mean, big swing. He's a he's a hard worker. <clears throat> we know that. Yes, he is. So. Yes, he is. So. And I also want to give everybody an update as well. Uh, on uh, Remember we had uh, Mike Braden on with us uh, a couple months back, and he wanted to do a documentary about me? Mm-hmm. Nobody's and, uh, on yet, uh, I thought. I don't know when they're supposed to be calling in, but they're not on yet. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. If you, I'm going to try calling our guest again and uh, see what's going on there. So if you guys just want to hold on a second, I'll try and get her. Hold on a second. Oh, so what's been going on with you, Big Swing? I bet you've been keeping busy. Oh, not not too much. Just doing some work stuff. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to run a quick commercial because I'm still on the phone. Yeah, I, um, yeah, it, it just yeah, it just keeps going. Away yeah, now, so oh, you got the. I'm sure she's going to be calling in shortly. So I don't know if you know Big Swing or not, but um, <clears throat> the Glamazon is coming out of retirement. I guess she's going to be tagging up with Natalia at WrestleMania against Bailey and Sasha. So maybe, who knows? Maybe, maybe she'll have Edge with her at WrestleMania. I know that would make Big Swing happen. I'm sure it would. Uh, so I, I don't know what's going on. I mean, she gave me a thumbs up earlier that she, she said she was going to call in. Um, hmm. Hope nothing happened. Me too. Um, and I keep sending her text messages, so hopefully. Yeah, I'm going to have to remember um, when I go to Vegas in June, that Monday night on July 1st, I'm going to have to remember that I'm two hours behind. So I don't think I have anything to do convention-wise that Monday night because pretty much the convention will be over by then. So I should be good to call in that Monday night from Vegas. But I'll just have to remember Uh to call in. I have to remember I'm two hours behind. <laughs> Time change out there, so. Right. <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, yeah, we got uh, we got a lot of uh, big things coming up. Uh, you know, uh, I know you know who Bob Johnson is, right, Granny? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's working on getting us Vince Russo. Friends with him on I became friends with him on Facebook, so Bob or Vince Russo? Uh Bob Johnson. Oh, okay. All right. And I'm looking forward to having Buff on the show because I'm I've met him on a couple of different occasions. I like Buff Bob well. He's pretty cool. Yep. And uh yeah, I I, lo- I love him as well, you know, and uh we're even gonna have Judy Bagwell on and uh That'll you know, be awesome. Uh, yeah, she she does she's never done any podcast before. Oh wow. So <laughs> So we can we can ask her about uh the Judy Bagwell on a pole match. Mm. <laughs> or no, it was a Yes, my uh, um 
my good friend from WFC, Tim Rockwell, faced um, Chavo Guerrero Jr. at a um, World Wrestling Revolution show over in uh, Cleveland, Oklahoma, Saturday. He wrestled really? against Chavo. Pretty good match. I didn't get to go to the show, but I saw the match on somebody videotaped the match and put it on Facebook Live, and so I got to see the match. Pretty good match between them. But I've met Chavo, too. He's pretty awesome. Awesome guy. So uh, not only did he dress Chavo, he got to wrestle Kerwin White as well? No, just Chavo Guerrero Jr. Yeah, I know, but remember, he once portrayed himself as Kerwin White. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't know about that. But <laughs> well, what happened was, uh, this was, uh, uh, I don't know, about maybe four or five months before Eddie died, he came out and he was supposed to be a golfer known as Kerwin White. Oh, and, okay. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that I keep, um, I've messaged Tim before. I'm hoping we can get Tim on our show sometime so he can share about wrestling for a cause with the fans and everything. So it's, it's continuing to grow. I mean, it's been going on for seven years and almost at going on eight years now, and it's just continuing to keep growing and growing and growing. So, well, you know, and you know, you guys do a lot of good stuff with that, you know, and you know, uh, I know you guys usually stay in one location, but it'd be cool if you could, uh, travel around, uh, you know, well, they're pretty much, I mean, I, I don't know how far out of Oklahoma, that they're thinking about doing. I mean, I know they pretty much stay in Oklahoma and I mean, where their families that are, you know, at, and I don't know if that's something that Tim's thinking about branching out to other States, maybe that kids need help, you know, or something. I, I, I don't know if that is in the plans for the future. Who knows? I mean, I know this is his, I mean, this is his passion. I mean, um, it all started with a little boy by the name of Ryder back in 2011 and the fight for Ryder was the very first show they did. And that was before they even came up with the name wrestling for a cause for the organization. So, um, who knows, you know, um, it just continues to grow and grow and grow. So we'll see what happens with that. All right. I'm going to try and call our guest again, uh, and see if I can get a hold of her. Um, so okay. it take a second. I know this is okay. riveting radio for everybody listening, but just take a second. Oh. <clears throat> so, Big Swinger, are you back with us yet? Are you still, I guess he must still be doing double duty. So, of course, Raw ended yeah. on a note with Brock Lesnar coming out and distracting Seth Rollins. So, Drew McIntyre won the match, unfortunately. Not one of my favorite people. Yeah. Mine neither, and uh, neither is Kevin Owens, uh, and everybody knows that, so we don't need to get into that. But uh, I don't need to go there. <laughs> yeah. You know, one thing. One thing I could, you know, talk about real quick, and uh, I know this is, uh, you know, you know, this may sound like a shoot, but it kind of is. But uh, <clears throat> you know, I post a lot of stuff on Facebook, Granny, as okay. you know, and. Mhm. You're back, Big Swing. Is our guest on yet? Almost. Uh, I'm almost back. Two minutes and not yet. Okay. 
right. You know, I post a lot of stuff on Facebook, you know, and I, you know, I'm, uh, I'm happy with all the, all the things I support and all the things I'm involved with. You know, what's interesting to me is how many people sit behind their, uh, sit behind a computer screen and uh, belittle me on Facebook for stuff I post and uh, stuff I do and try and discount Mm -hmm. uh, what I stand for and who I am. And I don't like it. No, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. It's rude. Yeah, I know. I mean, if someone's got something to say to me, and if uh, someone uh, has an issue with the stuff I post, belittle me on Facebook. Why uh, you can man up and come talk to me face to face. I always post at whatever events I'm at. I mean, all right, sorry about that. Now, well, now I'm back. Yeah. I, that was the boss man. Uh, he had a couple of things he wanted to ask me about. You know, about the the uh, coverage coming up of the NCAA tournament games, and I'm like. I'm like, bro, don't you know we're on the air right now? Like, you can't turn your radio on in your car. And then he's like, yeah, but you got two co-hosts. I'm like, bro, that's not how it works. Like, are, are you in the radio business? He's not, see, he's not in the radio business. He's a suit who sits behind a desk and doesn't understand how it works. So I'm sitting here like, bro, like, for real? But anyway, um, I, I love you, though. I'm not going to give your name out on the air, but I love you. Um but anyway, yes, there there is no get other guest on yet. You said you tried calling him, um, so I guess we could we could get into some to some wrestling uh, talk um, for a minute here. Uh, yeah. Do you guys well, have any? Since you're, uh, since you're back, I'll try calling him again and see what we can. Yeah. Do. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Okay. So, Grady, the the way that um, the way that uh. uh Raw ended. I mean, what, what do you think with this whole buildup of the Seth Rollins Drew McIntyre? I'm not a big Drew McIntyre fan, as as everybody well, knows. I, knew that, don't, yes. I don't care for him. Don't care for him. I mean, I'm really hoping that Seth Rollins just takes out Lesnar at WrestleMania and, I mean, puts him in his place and shuts his mouth up and, <laughs> you know, and I wish somebody would. Shut up Drew McIntyre's mouth, you know, or with Seth Rollins. I mean, Seth Rollins is nothing is nothing to sneeze at. He's not a slouch. And, I mean, I've seen him beat Drew McIntyre, and he can do it, and he'll do it again. But Drew McIntyre, he just, I, I don't know, you know. I, sometimes I kind of wonder with the way WWE does certain things, you know. But I, I don't know if you heard me mention this earlier, and I don't think you might have, but the Glamazon is coming out of retirement. She's going to be tagging up with Natalia against Bailey and Sasha at WrestleMania. And of course, uh, of course, Nia Jax came out and threw her two cents in worth, and Tamina came out from behind and took everybody okay, guys, out. You uh, know, but an update, an update, an update. Uh, she okay. uh, she had some uh, guests come over. Uh, I'm going to call her in five minutes and we'll put her on, and then we'll just go right to her, and then. Um, uh, what I'll do is uh, so she's gonna uh, kick I'll she's go. gonna kick her guests out for us. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well you know she you know is you know uh, the icon is uh, high on everybody's list. <coughs> so, uh, but he, quick, he probably threatened her. <laughs> yeah, I I just wanna I just wanna finish my uh, statement. Uh, and uh, big swing. I don't know how much you caught what I said, but. Uh, you know, you you guys are both my friends on Facebook. 
And I, I like to post stuff that I do, uh, you know, when I take pictures with people, uh, no matter who it is, I always like to post it, you know, and, uh, uh, some people on this one particular, uh, Facebook site that I posted on, uh, were belittling me saying, well, you know, you call yourself an icon and this and that, and, uh, you know, it's like, you know, you're patting yourself on the back, beating all these people and this and that, you know, uh, here, here's my thing on that. I mean, there, yes, this is a shoot. This is a wrestling show, so I'm going to do a little shoot right now because we got a, I got about three minutes. Uh, if you got something to say to me, you come, you come say it to my face. You don't sit behind your keyboard and your 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 computer monitor and start typing BS. If you got something to say to me, man up and come say it to my face. And then if you got the guts to say it to my face, we'll see what happens to you when you see me face to face. I don't want them to, I don't want them to make you cry. No, I'm not the one that's gonna be crying. It's gonna be the other way around. <laughs> well I'm You're sure there's right. people out in the world I'm sure there's people out in the world that don't like granny, but this is my this is my kickback on this statement. Like I'm like icon. Got something to say, best be saying it to my face, not behind my back, not to other people where word gets around, you know, and comes back to me because this is my thing. Mess with me all you want. But when you start messing with my friends, my family, my kid, my dogs, people that I care about, you're going to have to answer to me. And I don't care who you are. You know, I have put people in their places before, and I will do it again. So don't make Granny mad because, you know, I mean, I'm usually a pretty calm, nice, kind, caring person until you make me mad. And then when you make me mad, I'm going to be like that little wild animal. I'm going to become, I'm going to be like that little wild animal that you get cornered in a corner, and I'm going to come out swinging. And I'm going to be telling you what I think. So, and uh, whoever who, who, whoever you are, whoever you people are out there picking on my friend on the icon, you better stop because Granny Granny's watching. And I tell you, you hurt my friends, you hurt my friend the icon, then you're going to have to deal with Granny Holster. So that's that's and, my uh, little promo cut for the night, people. <laughs> and, and Granny, what I want you to do is I want you to go to. Uh, Number one, Bison fans, and uh, mm-hmm. add yourself to that group. And then you'll see okay. the stuff I post, and you'll see some of these jerks that like to post stuff on me. And to quote Toby Keith, but this is would be Granny Hulkster's case, she'll put a cane in your ass. It's the American way. <laughs> you know, a I cane? mean. The, the, a cane in the ass, Granny, huh? Granny doesn't wear boots. She uses a cane. <laughs> so. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, so, uh, like I say, what I'll do is I will, uh, I'm going to call our guest here in a minute and then I want you to get the, uh, get that commercial fired up. We'll play the commercial. I'll introduce her and uh, then we'll go from there. All right. So I'm going to call her right now. All right. Okay. And now you want me to play it as soon as she gets on? Uh, well, as soon as uh, you as soon as you hear me say ready and then hit it, 
and then uh, I'll okay. introduce her, then we'll talk to her. All right? So, anyways, but who knows? You know, Glamazon might be bringing an edge with her to WrestleMania Big Swing. I know you would be happy about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and, and you know what's funny is, um, you know, you know, you know, Eric Berry from the Chiefs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's visiting the Cowboys tomorrow. Oh, wow. That'll make my son happy. Okay, yeah. guys. Well, why? Okay. Uh, okay, I'll hit that, Granny. I will uh, continue that in one right. second here. Sharpshooterfunding.com, owned by uh, a guy by the name of Brett the Hitman Hart. Have you ever heard of that guy? <laughs> yes, I have. I do know him very well. Great guy. <clears throat> now, in the in the in the Hart family order, uh, where uh, where are you on the family tree? Uh, I'm number eleven of the twelve kids and the baby girl, and uh, Brett is uh, number uh, Brett is number. Of the gals, 
Um, I was the the last girl to get married, and uh, I was the last one to get married in my dad's house. And um, no, no, wait, I take that back. Owen got married after after Davy and I were married. So, um, yeah, but so, uh, yeah, last girl to get married. So since uh, you married the British Bulldog, and uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna ask you about that in a second. Uh, when sure. you told your when you told your mom that you're gonna uh, marry uh, Davy Boy Smith, she's like, "Oh my God, I'm marrying my daughter's marrying another wrestler." Was it ever like that, or what, was she ever nervous about any of that? The the gals marrying wrestlers and the guys becoming wrestlers. Uh, it wasn't her first choice. Uh, she wanted all of her <laughs> kids to go uh, because they had the definitely had the academics uh, to go on to. Uh, getting degrees and uh, a lot of my brothers did in fact get degrees uh, in education Uh, my brother Keith was going on to become a lawyer and then that got sidetracked because uh, Bruce who already was wrestling um, separated his shoulder and my dad my dad needed somebody to step in uh, to work in Bruce's place so Keith did that and then he kind of got the I mean, Bruce was out for a long time. A separated shoulder was not a, a quick heal. And um, he had to have the surgery and the pins and stuff. So he was out for a while. And Keith put the uh, law school where he was taking it in Saskatchewan, University of Saskatchewan. Um, and his amateur wrestling, he put that on hold and worked. And then he kind of, it was kind of like, well, you're so good at it. Why don't you just keep doing it? But um, he did, he got he did uh he did well in it and they became a fireman as well and uh and as continued school teaching bruce taught uh ross teaches still but um yeah my mom was uh really not that uh i think she just wanted the absolute best for her kids and um uh she it's not easy getting a college education either but uh so it's not like they took the easy way out and got into wrestling. Cause that's so hard. I think she knew it was it was a harder life for everybody involved. And uh, plus, she had that kind of uh, setup that my mom and dad had, with, and that I mean is something with the connection with their hearts and their, um, uh, you know, what they they were just uh, extremely uh, driven people, and uh, they were crazy about each other and they you know wanted everything for their kids so they worked and brought up that brought us all up in this family business which I feel was uh, unlike anything that I've ever ever seen in certainly in 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 wrestling like uh, you know they just were so wholesome and organic and um, genuine and never were but, you know, you just don't – and I found that it was impossible to duplicate that even in, you know, my own life with, with Davey and stuff. So it's a harder life for sure, and my mom and dad were uh, just wanting their kids to choose a different path, uh, which it seemed like uh, all of us chose the wrestling path, and um, I have no regrets, but – um, well, yeah. Well, that's not a bad thing. Actually, I think, actually, I think it's pretty cool. 
Uh, Diana Hart Smith is our guest here. We're going to take a quick time out. Uh, we're going to do the uh, uh, so we have so we get it in in time. Uh, I sent you a uh, um, a for the for the liner to do. Uh, we're going to take care right. of that now. Uh, I'm going to okay. count to five. Okay. Uh, we'll go ahead and do that, and then we'll ask you some more questions. Okay. All right. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Hi, I'm Diana Hart. You're listening to the Attitude Era live with your hosts, the icon, the big swing granny hulkster, and the legend pretty boy Doug Masters. Awesome. Now, I'm going to ask you uh, one other question, then we'll uh, go around the room, because I know that uh, big swing and granny have some questions for you, then I'm going to ask you the tough questions. Uh, When did you first... Uh, meet Davy Boy, and uh, was it like one of those uh, situations where uh, he went on you, like he took you out on a date, and he said, uh, "Geez, I want to be part of this family," so he married you right away. Uh-huh. Hardly, hardly, hardly. <laughs> um, we we met in my uh, uh, the hall, the front hall, which is a pretty grand hall. Uh, my dad's uh, 1981 in uh, late spring, and um, my brother Bruce brought him by on their way to Red Deer where the wrestling was that night. And, um, uh, it was, uh, in my case, it was, uh, well, I, I felt like it was love at first sight, but it was probably infatuation at first sight. And I was, I was quite, uh, curious about Davey and, um, I hadn't had a boyfriend that was, um, I, I mean, I was never serious about anybody, and then when I met Davey, it's like the arrow hit me in the heart, and um, I guess he liked me too, but it took a long time for probably uh, two months before we we got to uh, knowing that we both liked each other, and then it had to be very secretive, because uh, my dad didn't want his daughter, particularly me, um, because they had... Uh, big plans for me, you know, I was going to be, you know, going on to university and, you know, becoming, you know, married to the, you know, I don't know, the king or something, I don't know, <laughs> such high, uh, uh, different, um, but not, not, they just didn't want me getting involved with the wrestler and they didn't know much about Davey, he could have been the nicest kid, but, you know, you know, when you're that age, it's like, well, how do you know this is the guy that's the guy for you? You two are 17 and 18 and then, you know, 18 and 19, like life, you know, life goes on and a few couple more years. And it's like, well, you two, you're still young. You haven't seen the world. Well, Davey had seen some parts. He'd been to South Africa and Australia and of course all over England with his wrestling before he came to Calgary. But uh, I certainly hadn't seen much of the world. I was very sheltered, so my mom and dad were quite uh, protective of me and concerned that Davey and I were rushing into things, although, you know, four years later when we finally did get married, they were still, uh, I think my mom still thought that I was not, um, had not seen enough of the world. Not, Not like that I wasn't experienced, just, I hadn't seen anything outside of Calgary and, you know, maybe I needed to go away, go to a 
university in Ontario or something, you know, just get my education in and then make a decision about what I wanted to do. But, you know, because I was, I was 21 when I got married. I mean, I turned 21, the uh, Davies 22 and it's pretty young and in hindsight of, you know, in retrospect, it's pretty, but we, we were uh, very much connected. Um, but it was pretty neat when I first met him because I had, I had never seen anyone so uh, handsome or I just thought, wow, hey, this is this 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 is uh this is what I've been waiting for my my whole life. So, and then when I saw him wrestle, on, I I didn't see him wrestle live. I I could see it because my dad didn't want the daughters going to the <clears throat> wrestling. I saw him on TV wrestling, and I thought, I've never seen anything like that. He was just like the way the the moves and his build and how fast he was and how solid he was. He knew all this catch wrestling from the snake pit in England. And he's just, he was just incredible. And I knew that I had the best in the world as in, in my opinion, like he, you know, in that era, I mean, you know, so kind of like, um, so kind of like when uh, Buddy Holly said when the Cupid shot his dart, he shot it at your heart, and that's kind of how it's right. <laughs> yes, uh, yes Icon, you've got that right. <laughs> so, Granny, what do you got for uh, our, our guest here? We have Donna Hartsmith. We've got about uh, 30 minutes here left with you, uh, give or take. So, uh, Granny, what do you got for our guest here? Well, first of all, it is a true honor to have you on this show with us, ma'am. And um, I am a huge wrestling fan. I'm not a wrestler. Just a gimmick name that somebody gave me because I love to watch wrestling. But I was a huge fan of the British Bulldogs back in the day when they were together. Matilda, I love Matilda. I love dogs anyways. but And I love English Bulldogs. Was is one of my favorite type of dogs. But I was always a big fan of Davy Boy and Dynamite Kid. I mean, you just, you know, and of course the Hart family too. I mean, I... I just I I love to watch wrestling and I so what was it like to I mean you know I know Davy Boy and Dynamite Kid they were a tag team for many years together I mean what was it like to just be able to watch them tag team together and you know I I what was it like just to be involved with that I mean well, um, that's a, a great question because um, I can answer that so um, so much from my heart with 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 a lot of passion um, because I felt it was a, maybe a, almost to the point of uh, affectionate arrogance, but I felt that they were the most um, the, the the best tag team ever and I when we went to the arenas and I, I got to hang out with Davey and, and Dynamite their cousins you know that Davey's mother was the sister to Dynamite kid's father and mm-hmm. um, they grew up basically in the same well in the same little town and at one point they for about uh, I don't and, know and for people that don't know next door uh, to each other 
people that don't know, uh, Dynamite Kid was actually uh, married to uh, Julie Hart's sister. Um, uh, so that's kind of how uh, Julie kind of came in the mix, correct? Well, yeah, um, Julie was there first. Uh, <laughs> um, it was really, uh, it's uh, it's so interconnected, interlocked um, with the wrestling. I, I mean, I don't know of it being like this in football or uh, uh, soccer or hockey, but it seems like in wrestling uh, it's uh, frequent that you uh, – a common occurrence it seems that you marry someone within the business and and you your brother will marry her sister or something so uh we go back to 1977 78 and uh, my brother Bruce is in England wrestling he uh spots the dynamite kid wrestling and then fast forward a little bit the dynamite kid is brought to Calgary 1978 to wrestle for Stampede wrestling um, Davey's carrying on in the family tradition, although um, uh, it wasn't meant as a um, Davy um, off the streets because it was a uh, mi- mining town that they were from, and a lot of uh, mines were getting closed and stuff. There wasn't a future really for him, and he had uh, wasn't. Um, he was, I think, he had it in his head that he was not academically inclined, but he was. Davey was very smart. Um, anyway, Davey comes to Calgary in 1981. Uh, at this point, Brett is already dating a girl named Julie. Uh, and um, they, uh, they're they actually living together in Calgary. And uh, Brett and Brett's girlfriend, Julie, later became Brett's wife and the mom of their four children. Uh, Julie introduces uh, Dynamite to Michelle, her sister. Um, I think Tom saw her once with Julie and thought she was very pretty and asked if she, who she was. And then, you know, a few weeks later, uh, Julie thought it wouldn't be, you know, what harm would it do to introduce them? And and they hit it off. And she ended up moving from Regina to Calgary. And uh, she also was with living with dynamite at the point that Davey came to Calgary in 1981 and then Davey uh, met me. So the, then our kids, uh, so Brett's kids, dynamite and Michelle's kids and Davey's and my kids are all blood related because of the Julie and Michelle being sisters and Brett mm-hmm. and, you know, so but the rest of the family are not uh, like the the rest of my brothers and sisters, aside from Brett, are not related to Dynamite Kids, kids. But um, yeah. So technically, if my brother, uh, my nephew Ted, my sister George's son Teddy Hart, if he wanted to marry Dynamite Kids' daughter Bronwyn, they could marry each other. There's no bloodline connection there, but. That would just be too much for, but anyway, um, uh, that would be weird though. That would be, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they've always, they were always friends. We kind of talked, they talked about it jokingly. Like, can you imagine what, what people, how the stories would get mixed up if, if we <laughs> got married and had kids, it would be like, Oh, those, they're cousins. 
because some people thought Natalia, my sister Ellie's um, daughter, was cousin a cousin to Tyson Kidd, who she's married to. But Tyson Kidd is just a part of the family. He's a friend since he was a little guy, you know, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, 12 years old. Yeah, but, uh, I, 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 I've i been a fan of Natalia's and Bret Hart's, I mean, over the years. I mean, Owen, when he was alive, I mean... Like I said, I, I've watched wrestling for many, many, many years. I mean, I'm 56 years old, and I'll be 57 in August, and I, I just I remember watching the Hart Foundation. I mean, I, you know, and, but, yeah, I, I, I've just been a big fan of of your family for, like, many years. I mean, oh. Uh, well, Diana, Hart, Diana Hart is our Smith here. We got about uh, – uh, 24 minutes here with you. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, go to Big Swing. I know Big Swing has got a, a question. So what do you got, Big Swing? Well, I mean, you know, you guys have uh, done you know done a pretty good job as usual of uh, of highlighting you know a lot of the things. Um, I I mean, I unfortunately with my age um, was a little bit past. The Hart era uh, wrestling. I mean, I, I remember Owen. I remember Brett. Obviously, I was young, but I remember uh, obviously Natalia still doing it. Um, but I, I mean, I, I guess the main thing would be um, at, at this point. You know, I, I don't know because I, I, Granny asked the same question very well a minute ago that I had. Um, but I, mean, I guess at this point, there, there's been so many proud moments. Uh, from the Hart family um, to the wrestling business, is there one that you could think of specifically that kind of made you, you know, kind of made you the made you the proudest? Anything special you look back on, like like when Natalia and and the Hearts are are done? Um, is there anything you can look back on and say, wow, that was probably arguably my favorite moment in all of you know the experience? Oh, wow. I have. Um. That's a that's a great question too. Um, uh, like the Intercontinental Championship match, the only time it was ever uh, a main event. That's got to be up there, right? Yeah, pay per view of uh, uh, SummerSlam outside of North America. Um, Brett and Davey carrying the main event as an Intercontinental Title match. Uh, uh, that's never happened. Um, the match with Owen and Davey in. Uh, that was a Monday Night Raw, but that was um, where Owen, uh, Owen and Davey were tag team partners, WWF tag team partners, and then had to wrestle each other that same night as uh, part of the tournament for the European um, Championship belt, which was being introduced at that time. And Davey won uh, the Canadian Stampede, which was uh, a huge pay-per-view they did in <clears throat> Calgary and July 1997, um, the uh, Hall of Fame 2010, when my father, Stu Hart, was inducted into the WWE um, Hall of Fame when the, with, you know, the class of uh, Antonio Inoki and, uh, I mean, that Wendy Richter, who was, uh, you know, fantastic female uh, lady wrestler from, who I knew when I, you know, from the early 80s, uh, she came up and worked with my dad, and um, uh, and Bob Euchre was at that. Uh, it was, it was uh, 
uh, Mad Dog Vachon was also inducted. That, that well, what an honor of that class that was. Um, seeing my son Harry and uh, Tyson Kidd uh, winning the WWE uh, um, tag team titles, uh, that was. I mean, I was so proud of that. Um, oh, Davy and Dynamite winning the tag team belts in Summer, uh, WrestleMania two in Chicago. Um, I can't, it, it's got to be it's got to be great to be able to have that many to think of. I mean, I I, I asked like what, what what you think your proudest moment was. She just rattled off like eighteen. I'm like that's that, that's awesome to be <laughs> oh, able to have you, you know. A good question. Yeah. What, I mean, that is question. that is awesome. One question I'm curious about, and I, I've asked I've asked every Hart uh, family member that's uh, been on the show here. Uh, we have uh, Diana Hart Smith. Uh, we got 20 minutes left with you, and of course I've said this before, and I'm not just saying it because you're on, because you're you, but you are without a doubt probably the most beautiful heart family member there is. You know? <laughs> oh. oh wow, that's <laughs> that's really nice to hear. Thank you. I appreciate I, I, that. I, I, just, I, I just wish I would have met you before uh, Davy Boy did, but anyway, that's, <laughs> that, that, that's a story for another time. But uh, we got to have you tell us your favorite Owen Hart story. Oh, wow. You know, there are uh, so many of them. I was trying to think uh, about this uh, actually all week when I I, uh, discussed with you in – over this in email and stuff with whatever uh, social media what that you was curious about a favorite Owen story and um I mean there's some there's so many there's you know outside of wrestling and inside of wrestling but there was one um you know he just had this little way you know he just find uh you know he could tell uh, I was kind of uh just starting to come around with around 95, 96, um, going around with Davey and Owen as, uh, as mostly Davey to start with. And then coming part of the heart foundation and doing, uh, the, the thing with Shawn Michaels and stuff. But, um, we went to the LA arena and I, I, I mean, I was all like wide eyed and bushy tailed. It was really, uh, excited and kind of nervous to be in the back because, um, like I was part of the talent, part of the, part of the show. I wasn't, uh, you know, a spectator. I was, you know, allowed in the back. That was how it was then. You didn't go in the back unless you're part of the show. So, um, so I'm in the back. Uh, you know, and there were there were exceptions to that rule, but basically, you know, the wives and girlfriends weren't sitting in the back for uh, too long. You know, you go find your seat and then come back after the show is done. Anyway, I'm back there, and there's this guy, um, and oh. Owen uh, says, hey, Diana, that's uh, almost like Owen's nervous because he, he was just so perfect at, 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 you know, reeling you in. He said, hey, Diana, that's little uh, um, Danny Partridge from the Partridge family. And I was like, because I, I did love the Partridge family growing up, the TV show with the David Cassidy. And, and it, so it's Donnie Bonaducci who – had been doing a little bit of something, and he got into a fight with a reporter or something, and he was on the news at that around that time for something. 
or he was in like a celebrity boxing match or there was something going on, but he was kind of in the news a little bit. Um, he was, and I, so I looked at the guy and I was like, Hey, Owen, you're right. And then Owen's acting all nervous. Like, God, I'd like to get his autograph, but, uh, you know, geez, I, hmm. I said, I'll, I'll go, I'll go. No, like, like, no, no, Owen, you're, you're a celebrity here too. You know, I'll, I'll go and ask him for his autograph. And Owen's like, okay. Um, you know, get a pen. I'll get a sharpie. I got, I got one in my bag. I just signed an autograph for a fan. You know, he just reeled me in so well. So I go up to this guy and ask him for his autograph, and he's not Donnie Bonaduce at all. He's uh, just some guy like, uh, you know, he could have had the name Peter Kelly or something. You know, he just he kind of looked at me, uh-huh. and Owen burst out laughing. You know, he, <laughs> he knew all along that this was a, and the guy was sort of like. Okay, you know, you can have, and then I I start trying to explain it, and Owen steps in like, oh yeah, she does that all the time. She's uh... anyway. I was that was just something <laughs> that not very many people have heard, but he's he he was so good at it though. You know, he kept me going for about I don't know forty five minutes about it. You know, maybe you got we should nah, no, don't bother him. He's a celebrity. You know, you know, you know how. They never get a moment to themselves. He's just here to watch the wrestling, and then, ah, damn it, though, I want to get his autograph. And finally, it's like, no, Owen, I'll go, I'll go get it, I'll talk to him. I'll... <laughs> I, but I don't know. He was always the prankster, that's for sure. Yeah, oh yeah, I've, oh, I, uh, yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I, I, I know, uh, I know uh, Danny Bonaduce. Uh, um, yeah, definitely. Now. I was kind of curious, you know, uh, real quick, another quick thing about Owen. Now, uh, maybe you can help confirm and deny this because this is a story I heard. Now, when he was, you know, when he was a little boy, you know, uh, yeah. is it true that uh, that your parents had him stay with the girls? Is that true? Well, there was so many um, kids and Owen was a baby and he and I were very close and I was still a baby. You know, we were we were just just a little more than a year apart, and um, so he stayed in uh, the bedroom with me and Allison. Uh, well, Allison, Owen, and I were in the, the they called it the girls' room until Owen was about five, and then he moved into four or five, and then he moved into the boys' room, which was and at that time, two two of my brothers uh, had moved out. So there was more room in the attic. So two boys left the boys' room and moved upstairs, and that gave a, a vacancy in the uh, on the second level of the house for Owen to move into the boys' room. And and um, yeah, but uh, he was Owen was so sweet. You know, he he had his little blue blanket, and I had my white blanket. That um, and you know, he just I don't really. I wish I could remember better like just things that like we didn't really talk when you're you know when you're four or five years old honestly I don't know right because the story that I heard uh, didn't mean to interrupt you but the story I heard that was when he um when he was with the girls he was always on the girls side he was against the guys and then when uh they your parents said okay you're moving with the guys and they're like uh, he like, uh oh, you know, 
And then uh, there was like an argument between the girls and the guys. And uh, your dad asked Owen, what happened? And all of a sudden he like turned on the gals and he like severed all the ties with you guys went with the, with the boys. Is that- <laughs> and it's sort of, it's sort of uh, a few little um, uh, parting of the ways like that. Uh, nothing, nothing to, I mean, you certainly couldn't stand, stay mad at Owen for, for long. And, um, you know, he was such a cute little baby and cute kid, but yeah, he, he knew, he knew how to, uh, <laughs> how to get by, you know, for sure. You know, it's like, I'm in the boys room now. I got it. I don't, you know, and then they, and they were probably pretty, a lot more, um, brazen than the, the girls. It's, and it's not like Owen and I were, were in, uh, playing, uh, Paper with paper dolls and stuff. We we were probably uh, out like little bear cubs or something, you know, climbing trees and stuff. But he he did. Um, I remember one time with. It's a funny story. It's not really an Owen prankster story, but um, was Owen and Ross were both involved in this, and I I had a Barbie doll that I think I got from my friend. Uh, Caprice, because we, I didn't have a Barbie doll. We, we were we fairly, uh, they were fairly lean days back then. So you know, to have a Barbie doll was a real extravagance. But I, I think I got one from my friend. She gave me one of her. She probably had like twenty of them, and um, I couldn't find her for a while. And then I found her in Owens and Ross's room, and they had colored uh, with uh, red ink blue ink actually on her forehead like she had been uh cut open and she was wrestling their johnny west dolls so they had the johnny west and the g there was a gi joe doll there too and then uh um tonto i think that was one of the other they were like uh boy dolls that is um, awesome and then they took one of my teddy bears too um and they taped a uh, belt around his waist with the athletic the wrist tape for some some sort of thick tape and then I and they you know they needed a teddy bear for their uh, matches so they were wrestling with the whatever bear Owen had he probably had like a a cat or something and I had the teddy bear and they were but they took him and he was gone for a while and uh, his name was Band Aid <laughs> I don't know why I named him. Band-Aid. I think he smelled like a Band-Aid. <laughs> like, anyway, he disappeared, and then it's like, where's my dog? Where's my teddy bear? And then they, I found him in their room again, like the Barbie doll. I finally found him, and this belt was taped on his waist, and when I tried to uh, take it off, it ripped his fabric, So and then all his stuffing came out, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, Hurst Smith is our guest here. We got about uh, we got about eight minutes here uh, before we need to wrap this up. Uh, uh, now you have plenty of stories, and y- you've just been awesome. And, and uh, we're wondering. Uh, now I'm going to ask you another question. Uh, would you be willing to come on with us again if we haven't scared you away too much? Because I, I know we're friends <laughs> now. So yes, we we are friends, Icon. You and I have. Uh, um, you and I were talking during my my uh, date last week, so that yeah. was a big thing. And you you, you did drop the restraining order, correct? 
<laughs> Icon. I, I did. I did. Oh. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, real quick here. Uh, now, uh, you uh, you're also uh, quite an accomplished writer. It seems like all the uh, uh, the legendary hearts. Uh, of course, you know you're number one, and then Brett's number two, and then thank you, you know, thank Ju- you. Julie's number three. Uh, you wrote some uh, books. Uh, can you tell us about those books? Oh, sure. Um, I wrote um, a trilogy. It's called the Cauliflower Heart Trilogy, and um, it's H-E-A-R-T. So um, it's uh, kind of like the idea of it is, uh, you know, the how heart, like a cauliflower heart is, an acquired uh, deformity that you get through uh, putting your yourself through a lot of uh, in, intense pain when you're becoming a wrestler or a boxer, and um, it's kind of like that with your heart. But you have to have you have to have a cauliflower heart to make it in uh, in wrestling and in life. You know, it's it's sort of a play on words, but you harden your heart um, to to get by, you know, you thicken your skin, sort of. So um, I was uh, missing everybody so much when I moved to Florida, and Harry was um, newly signed with WWE, and then he he left them to pursue Japan, and I was just feeling very, um, uh, well, honestly, I was extremely depressed, and I started writing, and five years later, I had uh, completed the the first book and then the second book and then the third one was finished when I moved back to Calgary um, around 2014 but um, yeah it's a trilogy romantic wrestling if you're trying to appeal to a woman and if you're uh, trying to appeal maybe to a more masculine side it's uh, sports fiction and uh how can uh, our our fans find those books if they're if they're looking? Oh, well, that's a very very helpful question for me. Thank you because it helps if anyone buys a book. Uh, Amazon dot com or Amazon Amazon dot ca or Amazon dot uk. I think that's the United Kingdom one or dot co dot uk. Uh, but wherever you have Amazon in your country, will offer the books. And there's also the e-books um, if you're going paperless. And um, I don't know what the uh, – I had a website up, but I, I, I've, I'm i so just brutally bad with uh, – I'm really challenged with this uh, – I even social media, I can't – I haven't been on it in a while because I just – I can't – cannot mm-hmm. – it's overwhelming. It's, it's so – um, I don't have a website anymore to to sell the books now. My publisher uh, does does all of that, and um, so unless it's in a local bookstore, which it could be, um, Amazon dot dot com is your best bet. Okay, that's cool. Uh, you, uh, Hart Smith is our guest. We have about four minutes here uh, before we wrap this up. Uh, so what I would like to do is I'll be in contact with you and we'll definitely get you scheduled again. Uh, I, I hate to admit this, but, uh, well, actually not really, but you know, we're, we're uh, booked now until, 
we're full up now until uh, through uh, next February, actually. So we got a full year for the calendars. But what I what I wow, that's great, you guys. Yeah, what I'm going to try and do is I uh, I'm going to see uh, look at my calendar again. If I got an open date earlier than that, uh, I I do want to get you scheduled on again. And uh, instead of just being on for 45 minutes, if you can stand us, uh, you know maybe <laughs> we can have you on for uh, for like two segments instead of just one segment. Be a pleasure. I'd love to talk to all you guys, and I I uh, feel a kinship to Granny. Um, well, thank you. Too. Yes, my 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 real my my real name is Lori Burt, and that's on my Facebook page, Lori Burt. And um, but my wrestling, all my wrestling family, they all call me Granny. I mean, the rest, the independent wrestlers I know, they call me Granny. Their spouses call me Granny. Their kids call me Granny. But yes, I mean, you are just you are such a blessing to me. I mean, you, I have so much enjoyed this interview because, like I said. I, I, you know, I, I love bulldogs. They're one of my favorite type of dogs. Matter of fact, I had a stuffed bulldog that I got for my very first Christmas, and I named him Mooseface because he had a little black turtleneck doggy sweater. And I actually still have that stuffed bulldog. I don't. He doesn't have his turtleneck doggy sweater, but I still have that stuffed bulldog <laughs> after all these years. And you know, but but yeah, like I said, I was just a huge. You know, the British Bulldogs was was one of my favorite tag teams, and Matilda, oh, I just absolutely love Matilda. I mean, I'll tell you what, let's uh, let's let's set this up right now. I'm I'm looking at this, uh, I'm looking at my uh, my guest chart here, and I realize there's a a page that I have flipped past, and I do not I do have an opening, uh, and I know it's a ways away, but can we get you on December second, 2019? I'll send you a reminder the day of or the week before on the day of. Yeah, but yes. Yes, we'll do that because I honestly can't say. Yeah, I'm. Well, I got to the opera that night, so you know. Yeah, sure. Um, I would love to. And if you guys are all going to be there, that would be would be well, wonderful. Well, also, and we'll also definitely get uh, Pretty Boy Doug Masters on too because he uh, he's yes, had, yes. Uh, he had some questions for you too. So, so yeah, gonna we're going to announce it right now, December second, two thousand nineteen. The it's going to be the Diana Hart Smith show. It's going to be just her, and uh, we have more questions for you. And I'm gonna I'm gonna have you on then, and we'll have you on for the entire show. Okay, I can talk to uh, Granny about the Islanders stealing Matilda. Oh yes, I oh, remember then, that. And yeah. We we also have to talk to you about Winston too. I remember when I was uh, when I was eight years old, he licked my face. Oh, he was beautiful. I can't believe we got 53 seconds, bro. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you, uh, Diana. Thank you, Diana. Uh, if you just want to, uh, since I got you on my phone, if you just want to hang on for a little bit, we'll close the show, and then I'll, I'll talk to you off air real quick. Okay. You got it. So just hang on, and then we'll be there. Uh, what, thank hey, you, guys. Guys. What, guys, what a great show, huh? Diana Hart, awesome the Lingerie Fighting Championships, can't go wrong. We got a bigger show next week, so stay on the And let's thank the icon for even having, well, let's thank the icon for having a show tonight, uh, stepped up financially. So, again, uh, thank you to him, and uh, it'll be on my card next week. But look for that Western Union tomorrow, big guy. We'll see you tomorrow. Dead man walking. Got it.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.